On tonight's episode, we pose a question to you. Sure, if your friend's or significant other was possessed by a demon, the answer's simple. Chainsaw him up. But what if that person possessed was your family, a brother, sister, or even your mother? Tonight's episode, Evil Dead Rise, on the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello, Matt, and hello, Justin. How are you guys? Yo, Joe. Hello, Joe. We saw Evil Dead Rise, a new movie. Well, we all went together, uh, apart, obviously. Um, <laughs> you know, Matt saw it in uh, North Carolina, Justin in Florida, and I saw it in New York. And um, we all saw it the same day, though, and we're here to talk about it. Mom? Mommy's with the maggots now. Yes, that's right. Mommy's with the maggots now. What was your expectation level with the movie? Like, cause you, we've all seen the trailer, and we probably knew a little bit about it, but not much. Um, did you think this was going to be good? Kind of whatever. Like, what, what was your expectations? I mean, there hasn't been a bad Evil Dead movie yet. They've all been great. Um, and uh, even before the trailer came out, you know, I had pretty decent expectations for this movie because I love Evil Dead. I love the entire franchise. So I, I was really looking forward to this. Um, and even knowing that, you know, it was going to be in a completely different setting, you know, they, they said pretty early on that this movie was going to take place uh, in the high rise. Yeah. So that, that was one of the first things we knew about it. Um, and really the only thing we kind of knew about it other than um, or until the trailer came out. My expectations were pretty high up there. Okay. No, yeah, for me, I'll, I'll be straight up. It was... The most anticipated horror movie of the year for me. It was, uh, you know, I was, I've been really looking forward to seeing this. And even like the day of when I was at work, I was like, I'm going to see it tonight. I'm so excited and everything. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, as far as what I was expecting, I was, I, I didn't really know what to expect beyond that it was going to be just from what I saw from the trailers, it was going to be in the same ilk of like, you know, 2013 one where it's like more on the side of, realistic gore and, and and violence rather than the campiness of uh you know its predecessors but yeah that's about it and i was just super excited yeah i mean i think that's kind of the general consensus right because like that's why we decided to see this movie together i mean it's probably gonna be the only movie that we all go to the theaters to see this year and talk about i would think and um and that's the reason why i mean all three of us were kind of excited about this and it, I would say, like what Matt said, like probably like the, the horror movie I was looking forward to the most this year. I saw the trailer. I thought the trailer looked pretty good, and it made my expectations rise. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you, you're like, you had it written down, and you're like, pause for laughter. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, I can edit it. I can edit it to squish it and make it sound like you guys laughed faster, but I might not because it, it was a dad joke and it, and it deserves the delivery of a dad joke. So, yeah. And the reaction of one. Okay. But yeah, I, I was excited about it and, and nothing that I had seen and it was very little that I had seen had made me feel otherwise until I watched it. <laughs> so, um, and I feel like we're going to be very like divided on this. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Overall, I like the movie. 
I don't think it hit my expectation level. I will say that, but my feelings changed towards the climax. And when it was over, I, I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to from like the first like 45 minutes of it. I don't think we're going to be divided in that in that point. I mean, yeah. I I would imagine that everyone kind of felt the pacing issues. Not just that, but I mean, I mean, I'll just say this without because I don't want to spoil anything, but um, that I, I I'm glad I saw it and I liked it, but I didn't I didn't love it, and I was because of how much hype I went into it with I I felt a little bit disappointed, but like there were still things that I walk away being like oh but that was fucking awesome and that was really cool. It's not like I'd be like oh man they they ruined this franchise don't see it I it just wasn't what I was hoping for. But I, and I'll explain that. I'll defend that, and it has, and it echoes a lot about what you were saying. I, I understand uh, where you guys are coming from as far as feeling like the movie had uh, pacing issues. Uh, it's kind of a, a little bit of a slow burn, especially for an Evil Dead movie. Um, aside from like the cold open, which I felt like was fucking awesome. Um, you like that open? It, it, I so, did. Some I people, some people really liked it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I was a fan. Because, you know, it opens up kind of in the traditional Evil Dead kind of setting, which we're not going to, I won't get into that yet, but, um, you know, you know how a lot of people would probably uh, feel like the movie has pacing issues, but I kind of like that the movie took its time uh, to kind of get you to care about the characters before all this awful shit starts happening. Sure. Mm. we'd all say of course like if you're into evil dead you're gonna see this movie and yeah you know if you're not watch evil dead 2 and then watch it like 10 more times and watch it every year on halloween and <laughs> <laughs> but you know but this is really cool if you just want more evil material it's definitely like has evil dead vibe to it for sure yeah i mean i think we're all yeah. in agreement that this movie is fine and evil dead 2 is awesome <laughs> and uh yeah. i think that if you're a fan of the franchise um, you're just going to see it no matter what. Like no, nobody would be able to like to stop you from seeing it. Um, no yeah. review, no nothing. Like if you're a fan of Evil Dead, you're just going to see because you're like, I don't care if it's bad. I just want to see Evil Dead. Um, I think the fan base is pretty um, loyal, and you won't be disappointed. Disappointed. It's just okay. And I don't think that, like Justin said, there hasn't been a bad Evil Dead movie. Period. And um, even the show is good. So this one is kind of just like whatever. But. Um, it still has a lot of Evil Dead tropes. It still gives you a lot of satisfaction uh, in the Evil Dead sense. So yes, 100%, you know, if you're a fan, go see it. If you're not an Evil Dead fan, I don't know. Maybe this might not be your movie. I, I don't know. Um, but with that said, I think that just to talk about the movie, and we're kind of excited that we saw it and we want to talk about it together, we're just going to do spoilers moving forward. Um, yeah. Because it's a new movie, and um, there's not really too much we could say at this point that's not spoilerish, so um because the trailer doesn't really give let you me, much it doesn't you know yeah let, let me go ahead and just account for what i was um what i was getting at when i say disappointed because it what I, the way i felt you know i mentioned the the pacing issues but i really felt like so much um of the movie that i saw was like it was just like every single thing from the trailer from the trailer from the trailer from the trailer it was just like I did not feel like I didn't. I saw any new content until Bridget started bleeding out of her face holes, and then she throws up the bugs and everything. And then from that moment on, I was like, it took me a minute to acclimate because I was like, okay, I guess the movie's starting now. And I thought it was fucking awesome from then on. Yeah. But I felt like that was like 
50 minutes into an hour and a half movie. Yeah, like, yeah. I only saw two separate trailers for it. And I didn't watch them a lot or anything, but it was like they showed like all the good shit, and then there was a bunch of filler. Cra- I don't know. I just really... So when I say disappointed, this is my, ho- my hopes were expecting it, hoping for a 10, and I still like it. Like, I still give it a solid 7.5 or whatever for an Evil Dead movie, but... Yeah. And I loved the chaos of the third act. We could talk more about, about that. I just wanted to explain what I meant about my my initial feeling on it in in the context of you know the pacing and the yeah, everything. Yeah, I, I feel like most of the movie, like the first fifty minutes or so, was just like generic two thousand twenties horror movie. You know, like Smile or whatever. Like it was just you know a regular horror movie. And then like the Evil Dead kind of tropes they kicked in. But it was very, like, close to the end of the movie, you know? I almost kind of felt like when I was watching it for a while, and tell me if you, like, if this, like, makes sense or, like, you felt similar. Like, that they gave a guy, like, you know, because this guy did, like, one movie before that, which was a decent movie. But, um, you know, it was a horror movie, and it was and it was good. But I felt like, like, there was, like, an Evil Dead checklist, and it was just like, all right, we got to check all these things off. Like, yeah, you know, this, that, the other thing. And not, like, put in there with any, like, sense and or, like, you know and i'm just like all right like i was like i guess they just they're doing this because like they feel like they have to my and my like i said my feelings did change like towards the end of the movie because i was like oh this is a fucking evil dead movie now you know this is really good okay yeah i i I see where you're coming from with that yeah um i i do i did i do agree with you as far as like it felt like there was like an evil dead checklist it felt like there was another horror movie he had an idea for yeah and he, they right. adapted it to be an evil dead movie or something yeah, like it didn't earn a lot like until the end right that's yeah the third act is really where the uh the evil deadness kind of ramps up especially um, like in the I'll agree with that. parking garage at the end you know or like underneath the oh, yeah, holy shit i mean that was that was like everything like you like needed. It was just it was it yeah. Was, it was I was so on the edge different. of my seat. I felt yeah. anxious, excited. It was Me like too. what the fuck is going on? But I didn't oh, yeah. feel that way the entire time I was watching the movie. I only felt that way towards the end, you know. And I went like by yeah. myself in like a pretty empty theater. Like you know, I was just kind of like, yeah, it's like kind of a little boring. But yeah, that end was fucking great, and it was just like I I'd be happy with that just being like someone made an Evil Dead short, and it was just that, and that was it. You know, I'd be like, that's awesome. They should make a movie, and then. They did. <laughs> I was just like, oh, maybe they shouldn't. You know what I wish they had made is a, a blanket ladder. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I guess we're doomed to stay here. I'm like, no, there's so many ways out. That's the thing is like, even the apartment building thing, the high rise. I was like, you know, it's still like even you go down one floor and kick in the next window or something. There's it's not like the the complete like <laughs> hey you're trapped to your feeling as in every other Evil Dead movie where it's yeah. just like roads are flooded out, mountains have crumbled down. Like it's you know there's no way out, bridges are broken. You know. Yeah. No. I I, I never felt this like sense of like oh they can't get out of here. You know the most the most like intimidating thing was that like you know uh, L was like outside the door for a while and they couldn't get out the front door. You know you know like there's got to be stairs. I know the elevator wasn't working like but I didn't I didn't feel like oh they were really stuck here and I, and I thought that was going to be the point of the movie because it's about this high rise building and it's in the title kind of you know. So here's something that was kind of uh, I wanted to bring up real quick and Justin I, I feel like you might know this. Am I wrong that the movie was supposed to be a streaming thing last year and like they tested it and it did so well they're like fuck that we'll put it in the theater and waited. Is that what happened? Cuz it's supposed to come out yeah, last think, year on HBO Max I thought. Yeah, I mean this movie's been in production for 
ever it felt like yeah um I remember and i think you are, everything yeah oh yeah yeah and I, I i think you're right about that i think it was initially no you are absolutely right it was initially supposed to be a streaming movie um it tested through the roof and they were like, nah, fuck that. We're putting this in theaters. Yeah. I think if you go back and listen to our, um, first podcast of last year, where we talk about like movies we're like looking forward to the most for the year. We, we mentioned that. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But I think also they, they probably took a look in yeah, what the climate was, uh, also. And like, people are starting to go back to the movies now and they're like, okay, you know what? Yeah. This will, this will do well. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's doing really well with both critics and audience scores, both in, like, you know, the 80s range. I think it's because that ending, that third act, is so redemptive that, like, it definitely, like you said, it's, it is like a slow burn, and I just wasn't... I was. I mean, think about Evil Dead 2. It's like, movie starts, hits the gas, and it doesn't stop until he's bringing spinning in circles through a portal <laughs> you know it's just like it's crazy yeah um i like that pacing and you know i know it's it's hard to get movies like that made now like it, it's a it's a big credit to sam raimi who's just like no i'm gonna make movies the way i want to make movies you know just to also mention this is a very short movie it's an hour and a half and yeah. and, and, and it feels an hour and a half it, it's you know although we we kind of said this pacing issues it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's long it's just that it takes a while for things to happen and then when they happen it's over fast which is like kind of unusual with the way evil dead works like formula wise and and you know what i'm glad to see an hour and a half movie you know and it's not like a you know fucking like a knock on it saying like oh thank you know one of the best things about it was it was an hour and a half I'm saying, like, you know, how many fucking movies have we seen lately? Like, three hours is, like, a normal thing now. You know, like, like mm. the Batman and stuff. And, like, and don't get me wrong, like, a lot of these movies are great, and I understand it, but, Jesus Christ, like, how do you block off this much time to, like, watch a movie sometimes? <laughs> you know, like, I'm very satisfied with, like, a nice hour and a half movie. You know, like, I'm, I'm happy with that time uh, length. Most of the movies that we loved as kids were about that long. And, uh, you know, you could fit everything into that time. So I was glad that it was kind of short, you know, like a normal length of a movie. I like that. I'll tell you what I did not like about this movie. And we'll talk about this for a little bit if you want. But the characters, like, I just didn't give a fuck about these people at all. Who's this for? What's this crowd? Like, who are these people? I almost felt like aliens were watching us for like a week on TikTok and YouTube shorts. And like, made people in that, like small amount of knowledge because i'm like what i don't even know what the fuck this is it seemed like they were a little bit confused about their target demographic of who's going to get pulled in by an evil dead movie right. or a the the person that i felt most that i liked the most was what, what's the girl's name that turns the mother hell yeah L. yeah well I, you liked her in terms of a character or just how she was like a deadite no no how was like i feel like as a character like you, she felt like the most realistic character. Like I was like, okay, I can get this person, and uh, you know, it, it was she was fine. You know, I didn't hate yeah. her, I didn't dislike her. You know, I, I wasn't like <laughs> groaning at her. Yeah, I don't know. As I, I yeah, thought she was great when she was like, you know, like an, as a demon. I thought she did a fucking amazing job. She's one of the best parts of the movie, honestly. Yeah, but like as a person, like in the beginning and like learning about her, like didn't really care. It didn't really really matter. It, it seemed and. Like, you know, they're introducing her, like, with, like, I was supposed to be, like, a a tattoo thing that she was, ma like, putting together, like, a tattoo gun. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, she's putting together machines, and I'm like, you know, like, the opening of Ninja Turtles, and they're like, Donatello does machines. Like, 
That's it. Like that's, <laughs> she's what she it. do? She, oh, does she, she does machines. Yeah, like that's that made the most sense to me at that point. I'm like, oh, this is what does machines mean? And then the machines they did her. So you see, uh, see I just <laughs> <laughs> no god. So Justin, what were some of your favorite things? I I almost feel like we saw two separate fucking movies. Oh really? Mm. It, it's the weirdest fucking thing. Um, Justin's so Super Mario Brothers he's like I'm not Luigi was awesome <laughs> Donkey Kong's the best part of this movie um, no, uh, <laughs> I like the character for the most part the only one I really did not give a shit about was the son okay sure um, he was a little throwaway kind of ish yeah kind of ish I mean he was kind of in several because plots since he's the, the one who found the fucking ball again. right and he played the record because he does music <laughs> Because he does music, yeah. So that's why he was there. He's like, oh, he does music. Like, he's the only one that like I really did not care at all about. Yeah. And, um, was kind of glad when he became a deadite. I was, I was honestly a little surprised when the two oldest kids turned. I th- mm. I did not, yeah. So I didn't think that the kids were going to turn. I thought it was just going to be the mom. They might die or, or one of them might die. And like the aunt was going to get them all out. And that was not what yeah. happened at all. Yeah. No. Yeah, and I, I definitely thought I was like, well, it is nobody safe is uh, at any moment discount Abigail Breslin could go down. <laughs> She's so precocious. <laughs> She's there's a monster in my room. Can I have a glass of water? <laughs> uh, she's another one. I'm like, what is this character, man? What the fuck? All these people. It's like the one thing I, I feel like this movie does a little bit differently than the other Evil Dead movies is that like there's more at stake with the lives that are being played with because they're family and not like friends at a cabin, you know? Um, it's like, well, that, know, that mo- is the whole point. Right. But like, there was all this backstory about like feeling bad about not being there for certain things and like the divorce or whatever, like the dad left. Like the father leaving, I, I think that kind of opens up kind of your worry for the kids. Cause once you lose the mom, who do these kids have left except for the aunt? Right. Um, who, Initially, when the movie starts, um, is in no position to be a parent whatsoever. Right. Um, doesn't even want to be a parent. And she's pregnant. Right. right? So, like, that all ties into that kind of theme. So, I, I like, I understand the reasoning for the backstory. Um, I felt like it all made sense. Okay. I, yeah. I feel like this movie just hit me completely differently than it did. No, but you're, expl- it you're explaining it a lot better. Like to me, you know, because because I I think that the problem I had was when I walked into it, when I when I was disconnected from the characters, like I didn't connect the storylines of them to the problem. You know what I mean? So I was kind of just like, I I, I might have been a little bit more of an asshole fan at that point where I was just kind of like, I just want to see a chainsaw. You know, like I I wasn't like you know being like into the movie as much. And then when I finished it, I was just like, oh, that was fucking really good. I guess I was a little bit harsh on it in the beginning, you know, because I, my expectations were high and the expectations weren't really met to the end. So like, this is a definite rewatch for me. Cause I want to like, I want to go into it knowing the whole movie and like, see if I feel a little bit differently about the characters in the beginning and stuff like that. So here, here's something I was actually thinking about and it's two different schools of thought. I want to see how you guys weigh on this is on one, like I, I took very few notes, to, you know, like I just basically took a, wrote a couple of things down that I wanted to revisit. And this is the last bit was, um, that they were, I felt like they were afraid to kill a pregnant woman. And let me explain is like, if you wanted to go really hardcore into like being like, look how merciless we are, 
you know, is that we're going to make you feel like what the scene where she was like eating the glass and she was like, oh, I'm going to kill you and the baby inside of you. And I was like, no, she's not. This movie's afraid to do that because that was like the first scene where it was like transitioning into the actual movie. I was like, yeah, or maybe it will. And it's going to like put the pedal to the metal. Yeah. You know, so that I was like, wow, you know, like I didn't know which way they were going to go with that. But at the same time, I understand why they didn't, because they were trying to develop. A, like a strong protagonist who you somebody you're going to root for and is somebody that's ultimately going to win you know because you know they do it's even though it's like never over it's kind of like there's a hero you know it typically ash who overcomes the demon you know and even in the 2013 you know she chainsaws it into the inner head and stuff like that and uh i think that they just wanted to develop a non-forgettable protagonist which is why they gave her more backstory which i'm i'm totally cool with Mm. but it would have been awesome as a setup to like to demonstrate like how utterly cruel and merciless this movie was going to be to the audience it's like oh get attached to this person you know but i don't know no, I, I like that. Um, that makes a lot of sense to me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, both of you guys are kind of like giving me a little bit different like perspective on the characters. I guess I just didn't really find them likable and that was hard for me to get into them, um, and care. That's kind of what it boiled down to for me anyway. Uh, but again, I, I think if I see it again, I, I think on a rewatch, I'll feel a little bit differently about it. I think on a second. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. On a second viewing, I would feel differently about it. I think, uh, now that we're talking about it, you know, would we all be in agreement to say that the part in the movie where i was like oh this is evil dead was where the daughter was eating the glass yes okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. like when you could see yeah, you see like, it going down her throat like, yeah yeah you could see it going down throat. she's like i gotta kill the bugs inside me like it said it in such a creepy way like i was like oh fuck this is weird no but even when like when like her her eyes or her nose started to bleed but then it bled a lot and then she puked up bugs i'm like yeah now we're going yeah like, now we're ex- in that territory yeah yeah like the excessive vomiting but like not in gross vomiting like the ridiculous vomiting because i don't like vomiting in any movies period like when yeah. people are realistically throwing up in movies i'm like you never have to show that on screen except for like <laughs> an evil dead movie because it's ridiculous and it's funny you know yeah. and I, all right so i want to throw one more thing at at you guys and see if we're all on the same page with this was the part in the movie where you were like this is fucking really good the part where She's in the hallway, and they all get up and start yelling "Dead by Dawn" and chase her into the elevator. When I was that was like, pretty intense. Yeah, like when you were mentioning it before, like the, when they were coming out of the side rooms yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. When you mentioned it before, yeah. like that whole feeling of like, oh, I was getting like anxious and I was into it. And I was excited. Yeah, that's when that it, was like, around the time where I was like, I was literally starting to be like on the edge of my seat, like, where the hell is this going to yeah, go? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it ramped by up that a point lot. in the movie, I was like, I was invested. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the garage scene was amazing because essentially all the fucking like, you know, possessed whatever deadites, they all like form like a racking almost. And that was something <laughs> I've never seen in these movies before, you know? And I was just like, that no, is that was fucking brand new. Is amazing. Yeah. And to top it all off, she picked up the chainsaw to take care of it. I'm just like, wow. All right. Well, this is all right. Movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there's a reason that they waited until the end to do the whole chainsaw thing and to like you know have have that you know ridiculous creature um kind of show up it, the movie had to earn that right yeah the movie had to earn these quintessential evil dead moments and well, i feel like it yeah. did 
but the chainsaw was just laying there because there was construction downstairs, you know? Like, again, like, did it earn it, though? Like, did it earn it, or it's just, like, they withheld so much for so long in terms of, like, Evil Dead standards that, like, we were just, like, so hungry for it when they threw it at us, and we're like, oh, yes, yes, that's awesome, that works. Did they fucking actually earn it, though? Like, I don't know, this stuff was just laying around, you know? Like, I felt like... You know what I feel like they earned, which I thought was really cool? Like, Evil Dead always has, like, tons of blood, right? Like, there's always a scene where there's just, like, buckets of blood. Oh, yeah. The elevator scene was amazing, you know? And I thought that was, like, that was well-earned. And, like, it covered the characters in blood. Like, you mentioned before, that great look, you know? Um, And I was just like, okay, like, that was fucking really cool. Like, finding, like, a rogue chainsaw in a construction site was just like, all right, you know? I was like, fine. But again, like they they hit the check mark on it, right? They hit the checklist. So I was just like, okay, you know. But I was so into that whole ending scene, I didn't I didn't care about it, you know. I was just like, yeah, just give give me evil dead stuff, you know. And I felt like that was the thing. Like the movie just withheld a lot, so that when you got it, you were really excited about it. I, I think I figured out where where the disconnect here is. Yeah, you saw a different movie. There was never a point in this movie where I was sitting there waiting for Evil Dead shit to happen, and here's why. Every single Evil Dead movie is a totally separate thing. What do you mean? Every single one of these movies, totally, okay. is completely different from the movies that came before and after. Hey, they both, they I mean, I mean, like the, but the, 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 the first on. three are kind of like very tied close together. I mean, look, Evil no, Dead. No, yes, continuity wise, yeah, they're, they're all tied very all right. closely together, and they kind of all have a similar kind of sense of humor and everything you don't think but, the first okay. three are like very funny like comical movies that have like i mean it's you know it's all yes, ash the pacing is the no. same I, the, the first movie is um almost a straight horror movie with elements yeah. of comedy in it the second movie leans further into comedy it, it's, it's it's almost a perfect horror comedy it's a retelling of the first movie right essentially it's not well, even well, half, yeah that's what i was saying when you were saying there's they're, they're all unique i was like dude like evil dead 2 is just evil dead 1 done better <laughs> yeah no, totally i mean no but no but still okay. though i i do feel like the first three are very funny and and this is not you know yeah there was some laughs in it though i did laugh a couple of times i can't remember what they were but... yeah no there, there there are absolutely a few laughs in this but it leans closer into uh, a more horror, like more pure horror. Yeah, I mean, if you take it in the original three, if you take it into account the original three and Ash vs Evil Dead, obviously, like Ash is the star of all those, and he's a comical guy, and you know he brings the humor to it for the most part, and and they're all kind of taken in a you know a lighthearted way. Um, they're pretty intense horror movies, but there's a, a big element of comedy in them. It's a pretty good blend. I mean, it's almost as great as like what movie we just talked about, you know, Return of the Living Dead, where they blend these two things perfectly. You know, I think Evil Dead do- does that. They did it the first three movies. I-, I do feel like those tones are pretty close together that the first three movies in tone are very separate from these last two. I'll say that. I well, disagree. You know, that, what, the other thing I was thinking is, the more we talk about it is, the, it, it really wasn't like Act 1 and Act 2 were like nothing and then Act 3 became Evil Dead. It was just that because everything in Act 2... It was like nothing new that I hadn't already seen in the trailer, like up until yeah. Bridget. Yeah, like that kind of was just like, all right, well, I know this is going to happen. And I know this is going to happen. And I know this is going to happen. So I know. So like it, it kind of like took a lot of the suspense out of it because they I credit so much of um, what they've done with the Marvel movie trailers over the past like decade or so, because it's like you think you're seeing a lot of the movie. But, like, in the first 10 minutes of the movie, you realize anything that you think you saw in the trailer was misrepresented or whatever. Yeah. 
and, well, yeah, and Marvel, all the other the Marvel trailers will flat out lie to you. Yeah, yeah, and that's it, it's brilliant, you know. And I feel like that's that's good. And I feel like that's an okay thing because it's not like it's deceptively trying to get you to see the movie. They just don't want you to have spoilers in the trailer. It's something that's very much in their mind, and it it definitely wasn't on their mind for this one. They just wanted people to see it. They were like, show them everything, you know. Well, because I feel like the things that they didn't show in the trailer, they could not. Because that's when it gets pretty intense, yeah. you know. And and and, yeah. and while we're at that uh, topic, what did you guys think about the effects? Because obviously, like there was a good blend of CG and a pretty good blend of practical. I thought. How how did you guys oh, feel was about some that? Great practical stuff. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I thought it looked great. Yeah. I thought I so thought too. I thought it was very very well done. Yeah, I had no complaints. It was uh, yeah seamless in a lot of things in a lot of ways. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, even the CG yeah, stuff, like, like, was pretty well put together. I was impressed with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, he, he, the, the, the most impressive thing, I, I felt, was the, um, the uh, like, when they when the three of them merged at the end. Like, obviously, there was CG involved there, but, like, you really couldn't tell for the most part. I thought it, it was, was actually really even, was even more than the three of them merging. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It, I, it's still, I, it, know, it's, I, I thought it was just the three of them. I thought it was more. I thought it was, like, everybody in the hallway. Yeah, it came like it reminded me of something out of the thing, like a Cronenberg. Yeah. You know, that's exactly what I what I thought about. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what yeah. I thought of. That was the moment where I was just like, "Wow, that's like one of the most clever things that I've seen in this movie so far." And 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 almost like any Evil Dead, it was like the standout moment in the movie. I thought I, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it again, just for yeah. the the eye candy alone. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I knowing what I know now, seeing it like a second time, I I will like pay more attention to like you know the stuff that I was kind of bored with in the beginning. I would say that it's probably the Evil Dead movie I like the least, um, but it's not a bad movie. I just I don't like it as much as the other ones. Now, when Justin was talking about the tones and stuff like that, I mean I kind of disagree a little bit. Like I know what you're saying, like that the one, two, and three have a little bit of a different tone. I feel like one, two, and three feel like they are one, two, and three, and then that the remake that came out uh, recently was not like those at all that i'll agree with you yeah and, and that yeah. was a pretty heavy movie um evil dead what was it 2013 i remember the year it came out. i think it was 2000 yeah it was 10 years it was 10 years ago yeah okay almost, so, almost exactly 10 years ago so i want to touch upon that movie real quick because like that movie um also hit evil dead standards like this checklist but i felt like it was really good i i really liked that movie a lot and it wasn't really funny and it, and it took itself pretty seriously which is some of the things that this movie did but I like that but better than this. it still did everything that, a, that you want an Evil Dead movie to do. I think that whole substance abuse part of that movie, the, the remake, I, I, I felt like that um, struck a more of a chord with me, you know, than the characters and what they were going through in this movie. Like, they just did the, a really good job with that. And No, they absolutely did. They, I liked that like, she was they, in, like, a rehab at the cabin. Like, it was different, you know? It was intense. And, and, and it leads into the things that happen. Like, it's like, well, is she fucking, you know going crazy is she being possessed or is she just like going through a draw like what the fuck's going on here you know that worked for me right this did not no listen i'll i'll agree with you yeah. um evil dead 2013 is a better movie than this yeah because the setups and, and stuff are and the characters and what they're going through make more sense than the setups and what the character's going through in this movie well i i don't i don't know that that's necessary i don't for, for know me I I, I, and you that. explained it and i get it you know what i mean but for me i feel like that just worked a lot better that resonated more with you and i i understand that yeah. i get it i get that you're both wrong no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's all terrible <laughs> Wait, Princess Peach had a drug problem? <laughs> what the fuck did I see? <laughs> Can we like quickly touch upon like the Evil Dead checklist because we keep talking about this? Like, 
Yeah. Let, let's like just say the things that make Evil Dead Evil Dead, and we'll kind of like, you know, we'll throw one out there each and like see like if we're missing any at the end. But like, I would say the Necronomicon and a Deadite. And we got at least a Deadite. We got that. Okay. And so yeah. And you need the the reading of the words for, that summon the Deadite. Yes. By the way, possessed, I thought the first person. I thought I heard Bruce Campbell's voice in that recording, and I looked it up after, and I was right. It was. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, I looked it up and he he was the one that's saying, like, throw the book away, get rid of it. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. okay. So, Justin, good. Uh, okay, you need just an obscene amount of blood. Exactly, yeah. Um, you need a chainsaw. You need a chainsaw. You need camera zoomies for the perspective of the of the demon. Yep. And we got that, yeah. I feel like you always needed to be at a cabin. And although this took place in a high rise, they did show it in the bookends. So they just put that in there just to put it in there. So I guess maybe they're demonstrating. You just need to be stuck somewhere at a location at a fixed location. Yeah. You can't it's, escape. it's always been a cabin, you know, and, and it, this wasn't, but they did still throw it in there. And again, I feel like that was just thrown in there with just, all right, just put it in there just to put it in there. Cause it wasn't necessary. Like we didn't need the opening and closing. Like, did it really fucking matter? Like it didn't matter. Yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah. It only showed us that like they might be making a sequel off of this particular series. That's all. And vomiting, by the way, excessive vomiting. The, uh, yes, there's that. Yeah. Um, um I mean I would I would have always said Ash, but that hasn't been the case lately, so I guess not really. Although they always kinda of have Bruce Campbell in there somewhere. I know we had like a little tiny post credit scene in the last one and he had a voice cameo in this one, so Did you guys say to the end of the credits? I did. Yeah. Did you hear that fly buzzing around? That's all it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And I don't know, it kinda of creeped me out a little bit, but I was reading the credits and there were things in there like uh Deadite costume designer. I was like, yeah, sure. And then there was a role called Head Stitcher. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did what'd you do on this movie? Stitched heads. <laughs> um, I, I got one. I got one. Uh, you need a lot of taunting. I mean, Hell yeah. like, you need villains who are acting, like, comical. Like, who are, like, yeah, you said, like, mocking. You know, like, that's the kind of... Mocking, like, yeah. They, like, they're yeah. really enjoying all the all oh, shit yeah. they're doing. Yeah, yeah. You know? And we got that in spades in this movie. We did, yeah. And just, like, a lot of, like, hardcore sort of, like, you know, instrument stabbings and, you know, cre creative kills and stuff like that. Um, you know, like, again, it hit the list. It got everything in there. Sometimes at the very end, sometimes for no fucking reason. But it got it all in one there. Of the, one of the tropes that I didn't see in this one, but I could be mistaken, like, you could just generalize it to dismemberment, but... Even in the 2013 one, the car fell on her hand, so her hand would get cut off. It was like the hand being cut off. Um, mm. I didn't. That that was like, but that wasn't in all of the. I mean, his hand is cut off in Army of Darkness. It gets cut off in Evil Dead too. I can't remember. No, it didn't happen in the first one. Yeah, so it, it, it's okay. It's it's neither. Here's another one. Uh, trapping the Deadite. Yeah, I was about to say, not just trapping the Deadite, but trapping the Deadite behind a chain of some sort yeah. where it can reach out. And oh, interact yeah. With you. yeah. And they did that with the door you know, in this movie. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, the door was like a trap. Instead of being a trap door, it was just a stand-up door. Yeah. With, with, with a uh, chain lock. Yep. And I thought that was a really clever kind of turning yeah. it on its head, you know. So, By yeah. the way, did you guys mm -hmm. catch the, uh, the Henrietta cameo? Oh, in the pizza? Or Easter egg, I should say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the pizza box. Yeah. Henrietta's pizza. I thought that I I saw that. I was like, ah, I see what you did. Yeah, that was clever. I wonder how the Necronomicon ended up under there. Yeah, they don't really explain that's, that's that. That's a good question. So, okay, 
so I, I was actually reading uh, an interview with the director mm. yesterday, and he said that the Necronomicon in this movie is one of the three Necronomicons you see in Army of Darkness. Oh, okay, because it didn't look the same as the like one we've always seen with the face on it. Right, it's it's one of the three that you see in Army of Darkness, where like he has to uh, choose which one's the right one. I guess mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily need to look exactly like the other ones. Like that doesn't necessarily make a difference because it's it's an evil fucking book. It can look like basically whatever the fuck it wants to. Mm. Now I wonder if like that's kind of like a plan at this point is like to have like the remake had the pretty much the original one. This this one had this, and if they're gonna make another one, if it's gonna have a different one, and like they'll sort of like tie them together and saying like, Oh, like this is kind of how when Ash like traveled through time, he fucked things up to kind of keep it in the continuity and have him be like a part of it because he is on the recording saying like destroy it. Um, right. You know, and so like, that actually could have been. Ash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't so. be surprised, honestly. Well, he also did say that, um, the Necronomicon in the 2013 evil dead was also one of those three from army of Darkness. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. So maybe this is like a, a loosely, um, in Lovecraft's writing, where the Necronomicon was created, it was like there was the, an original one, and then there was one that's translated into Spanish and one that's translated into English. Mm-hmm. And they're at different places. Like the English one is like it's passed down from this family, and the uh, the original one is at the um, Mescatonic University in Arkham, and then the third one I forget where it is, but. It makes sense. It's it's based on the source material. So, so, so the so the Chinese and the French are safe. There's no like translation. <laughs> <laughs> well, the original material is like the original it's language Latin, is. It? It's yeah. like in some kind of Arabic, you know. No, but uh, yeah. Also, um, also, Matt just hit one of our sexy vampire teeth checklists of Matt mentioning Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could sit and yeah, talk about just the concept of all the Evil Dead movies, but. As far as in particular to this movie, I just, I want to see it again because I don't want to go in with the burden of those expectations. I just want to go in and enjoy it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's fine to go into these movies with high expectations. I mean, like, in that, like, like Justin said before, there was never a bad Evil Dead movie. They were always actually really good. But, you know, I, I still enjoyed it and um, I definitely will watch it again. And I'll recommend it, you know? I don't know if I'd recommend it to an outside Evil Dead audience. I don't, I don't know. Um... But if you're just like a kind of splatterhouse special effects kind of guy, then you definitely check it out because it's got some of the best I've seen in a long time. You know, although you have to wait a little bit for it, um, it's there and it's really, really well done. So um, I'll give it that. So far, this is honestly my favorite horror movie of the year. I uh, yeah, I like this better than Scream Six. Hmm. Well, there's your checklist then, <laughs> and I will do my checklist, which is. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed, and we hope you stay tuned next Monday. Uh, we're going to be in a new month. We're going to be talking about um, Mother's. It's Mother's Day month. You know, we're going to start off the month uh, with Psycho. Justin, Matt, this is the first movie we saw together. Uh, I really like the kind of feeling of being connected. I know we saw it at different times for the, for the most part. I, I think me and Justin kind of overlapped a little bit. Yeah, there was a little overlap there. Yeah, yeah. and you saw it a little bit later on at night, but we were texting you the whole time. You were waiting for the movie to start because the... The trailers were so long. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my god, a half hour of fucking previews. I got nothing. I got yeah. no trailers. I went right in. It started five minutes. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Um, not even Nicole Kidman telling me, you know, watch movies in a seductive <laughs> way for some reason. I'm like, ah, <laughs> maybe we're uncomfortable, you know. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I got nothing. So I just, it went right into it. But, um, but it was, it was a nice experience like that. We all got to see it together because we don't, I don't go to movies a lot anymore. Um, I don't think most people do. It's hard to find the time and, um, you know, it's expensive and it's kind of reserved for like at this point, like special movies, but I really enjoy doing that. So I'm happy we got to do that. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, 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 I like doing it this way uh, a lot because I don't get to go to the movies a lot, and this gives me a good excuse. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was very cool. Yeah, I'm glad it went. All right. Well, until next week, guys. Uh, so um, have a good fucking night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Oh, you're, caffeine. You're wasting all this gold on your bullshit conversation. <laughs> I don't pay you <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> and this is it. I don't pay you. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs>